0: I've got the world on a string, sitting on a rainbow, got the string around my finger. What a world, what a life, I'm in love. Good morning to you, whoever you are and wherever you're listening from. This is Jeremiah Okinas back in the building doing the 30 day challenge for myself. I have no idea what uh, prompted me to wake up and want to do something like this every morning for 30 days. But guess what? We're going to get through it. We're going to make it work. And I may not be the most articulate, the most like prophetic speaker, the most uh, the most elegant speaker either. But we're going to do this. It's going to be beautiful. You're going to have some breakthroughs. I'm going to have some breakthroughs. So again, we're going to start out the day with uh, a passage from Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Think not so much of what you lack as of what you have. But of the things that you have, select the best. And then reflect how eagerly you would have sought them if you did not have them. I'm going to do that again because I felt like I was lacking in the beginning. Think not so much of what you lack as of what you have. But of the things that you have, select the best, and then reflect how eagerly you would have sought them if you did not have them. Check this out. I know I mentioned like not having a bed, right? And I just woke up. It's eight thirty. Well, I woke up like at eight o'clock. Actually, seven thirty. Let me be real with you. And um, it had been the first time for a couple of for fuck eight months. I slept in a bed in my studio, in my little studio here in San Marino. Every night I can remember that I slept on an air mattress. I'd wake up. I'd, I'd be awake at like two o'clock, four o'clock. I'd wake up and I'd have to like, I'd wake up so I'd wake up so much. I'd put the um, I put I'd have to put a movie on that I knew would make me fall asleep. I'd wake up and walk to the fridge and be like, yo, it's 1 o'clock in the morning. How am I gonna pass out? I'd drink a glass of wine to try to knock out. I'd eat cheese, you know what I'm saying? I'd fucking put a spoon in a in a in a, in a my peanut butter jar. Last night was the first night I slept all the way through the night. It's been months. It's been months that I that I've been able to do that. So my brain is like. My brain is kind of tripping like it's still foggy and kind of still asleep. But uh, the flip side, I think the story that I was trying to tell you when I got this bed from a friend of mine, I was so excited to get the bed. I got it back over here and it's just way too big for my place. I mean, it's a giant. I don't even know what size it is. It's got to be like this king size bed. I didn't realize that it was and it takes up so much space in my in my studio. I'm going to have to get rid of it and find a bed that that fits properly, but that's like the flip side of, of everything that's been going on. Like, you know, you may not, you may not get exactly what you're asking for, but at least when you get it, you have an understanding of, okay, now I need to adjust. Now I need to adjust and, and, and make this fit in my world. And for you, that's kind of like, maybe that's going on with you, with your relationships. Like maybe in, you're in a relationship where you're kind of, where you're kind of like, um, man, I got what I want, or I feel like I'm where I'm at, but this isn't working. This isn't feeling right. How do I need to adjust? Do I have something that I don't want, and do I need to move forward? And maybe with your job, same thing. Man, I got the job that I want. God, but it's not working out. This isn't really where I want to be. And um, it's it's, it's really something to think about. And this time around, for this uh, little conversation we're having, I wrote down a couple of things. I think it's going to it's going to be helpful to to really structure like where I'm going with everything. So uh, I already flipped. The second thing I was talking about the bed, but I'm talking about goals today. You know, the goals, the goals of life when I moved out here a long time, ago, like 14, 15 years ago. Um, I think it's just 15. I think it's a flat 15. I think I play around with my head like I don't want to admit that I've been here this long. And, and have gone through all the shit that I've had to go through here in L.A. It's, a, it's, a, it's 15 years. We're coming on 15, baby. And I've gone through more than I've wished anyone has had to go through. Living in losing places, lights being turned out, living in theaters, sleeping in your car, making giant mistakes, you know, uh, giant mistakes. And finally being in a place where it's like waking up the other day when I started this this little talk and being like, I'm just done with the BS. I'm just done. I really wanna get I really want to get it and grind. And when I came out here to be an actor, I, I luckily I got to study with one of the one of the greatest teachers in LA. Her name is Judith Weston. And uh got to meet a lot of directors, like um I won't say the director's names that I've come across, but mainstream directors have been nominated for like Oscars and shit. Uh, I booked work. I booked work as an as, as an actor. And today um, we're going to a screening at a library in Altadena for one of the first films I did that was in Ireland. And man, I mean, looking back, that was back in 2009 a director saw my work in an acting class. Had already hired a director, uh, an actor for this role. Saw me, literally let the other guy go, and flew me out for six weeks to Ireland, which was uh, probably one. I mean, it, it's a highlight of my life being in Ireland for six weeks and making lifelong friends who were who were people uh, in the entertainment world. There, it was Cork, Ireland, that we went to, and and I, I, have gone through so much, and and like and like I was saying, like so much chaos and and stuff in my life. There's a lot of times where I haven't even been able to see the movies that I that I that I've done, because my mind is like yo, like rem- my mind says, remember what you were going through at that time while making this movie, and the memories pop up so hardcore, like. It was so hard for me to get my, um, my um, passport to Ireland. I drove everybody crazy. I think, I think I'm about to go on a good story right here, and I won't make it long. I'm not trying to take up a lot of y'all's time. Um, to get to Ireland, I had to get a passport, but I was behind on child support payments, and I needed like $10,000, and I only had like a couple of months to make this happen. I had made the choice to be unreasonable, and I was gonna make it happen. I talked to family members; they gave me money. I talked to I talked to uh, um, people that were people that were in my life, like like even my acting coach, Judith Weston. They gave me money. Everybody around me was giving me money. I was working my ass off getting, to get money. I had to go to court multiple times. My, my kid's mother had the option to just drop everything and, and tell them like, I, you know, I don't want these payments at this time. He's this far behind. Like, just, just let him go. She refused to do that. Then I was able to get like this big, massive money that I needed. Like I, I stacked up 2000, 3000. Then I needed like this $5,000 to go. And my stepfather, um, uh, rest in peace. He looked at me and he goes, Jeremiah, have you ever, he, I mean, oh man, I'm thinking about it right now. Th- th- you you got to understand. I know the story is short, but this is like, a, like a month of just like grinding and driving people mad. Even my uncle was like, man, we're tired of hearing about this, please. Like nobody, you know, but I had, the, I had the vision, Like this is going to change my life. This was going to, this was going to make something of me. And, um, my stepfather had looked at me one day, like the last day this was about to happen. It was like a like a couple of weeks away. They had already, bought, I think, bought the ticket for me to go to Ireland. Um, and he goes, "Have you ever just thought like just giving it up, like it's just not going to happen?" And I looked at him and semi lying to myself, but also speaking the truth, like like within my heart, I go, "Yeah, yeah." And he's like, "Man, you know, just like." Like he, I think he saw how crazy I was going. As soon as that happened, I made the call to, I made the call to John and Judith Weston, which, oh my God, God bless, God bless them. I called them and I said, you know what? It's just not going to happen. I need like $5,200 to give to the court. And it's not going to happen, you know? And then they're like, okay, where do we send the money? I was like, what? What, like mom I remember when I told my mother that her jaw dropped and um to, and 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 so the the story of going to Ireland and being there is 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 way different but what I'm trying to tell you is is like is like you know you you is be unreasonable be unreasonable with your goals and your dreams. Be unreasonable with everybody around you, and you never know who's gonna come at you and, and help you out. Like, like you never know. Speak to people, talk to people about what you're trying to do. Don't don't complain to people. I mean, like you I, I think you can complain, but I think you need to be direct. Like, like, like as I was with, with Judith and John. I was just direct. It was like, yo, this is not happening. It's not happening. Boom. No, it's happening. And then, at the same time, I remember I had told my kid's mother, I was like, yo, some people are loaning me some money. I'm going to have to pay it back. Is there any way you can give me like half of that back when I send you that check? think <coughs> she said, yeah. And when the check went through, I was like, yo, is it, can, can I just get it back to them? You know, keep keep half. It's a lot of money. She goes, nah, nah, I'm keeping it. I said, all right. Went to Ireland. And then I did go to Ireland. There were times and moments I complained. And there's a really good story. I was complaining to one of the actresses about what was going on in my life and this and that. And she had told me a story. And this may be the nugget of of our talk here, too. She had a friend who all he ever talked about is he wanted like a million dollars. That's all he ever talked about. He said, you know, I just want a million dollars to fall in my lap. I want a million. I just want that money. I just want this. He ended up getting in a car wreck. Ended up getting a car wreck, ended up becoming paralyzed, ended up getting a million dollars. She said the rest of his life, all he ever said was, I wish I never begged and told the universe that I just wanted a million dollars to fall in my lap. Because you know what it did? And it came at a price. Stay focused, stay direct, man. Write your goals down, write your dreams down, so before I take off really twelve minute mark before I take off, we're talking about goals, and um you know my goal my goals we're gonna keep probably going over this is book book more work I want to book work, man, I've been auditioning i lo- I just want to book a- an acting job so I can make some good money, so I feel like so I feel like you know it 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 takes all the work I've done to the next level, but also. I'd love to book another job directing. I'd love to book something where somebody needs me to write something. I would love that in the entertainment world. And we have booked work for my company, which I do want to do that as well. I I keep pushing every day for us to 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 book work like um, in the production world, making um, you know, doing stuff for real estate and this and that, and or doing stuff for another production for for another production where people need our services. But we do have a lot of stuff in the can, and I can't wait to talk to y'all about when we do. When, when we get all our production, when we get all our other work out there. Um, another thing I want to do within the next 30 days, I thought about was connecting with my son, uh, Jonah. I haven't talked to him, man for for over a year, and that's a whole another conversation I'll have with, with y'all about my relationship with my children and everything else. But um, 30 days, 30-day 30 challenge. And if you're listening to this at any time in your life, you're on that 30-day challenge. 30 days of grinding. I'm going to leave you with this before I sign out, and let's make it happen, people.
1: For 30 days, you must take control of your mind. It will think only about what you permit it to think. Each day for this 30-day test, do more than you have to do. In addition to maintaining a cheerful, positive outlook, give of yourself more than you've ever done before. Do this knowing that your returns in life must be in direct proportion to what you give. The moment you decide on a goal to work toward, you're immediately a successful person. You're then in that rare and successful category of people who know where they're going. Out of every hundred people, you belong to the top five. Don't concern yourself too much with how you're going to achieve your goal. Leave that completely to a power greater than yourself. All you have to do is know where you're going. The answers will come to you of their own accord. Remember these words from the Sermon on the Mount, and remember them well. Keep them constantly before you this month of your test. Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh, receiveth. And he that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. That's it.
0: Let's go thirty days
1: and make the rain go anytime I move my finger. Lucky me, can't you see I'm in love?
0: Life is a beautiful thing as long as I hold the astir-